to Far West of Centre, your go-to podcast for all things health-related. I'm your host, Becky Smith, and today we're going to be discussing in-home monitoring. Joining us is Jane Helmore. Jane, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, I'm wondering if you could give us a little bit of an overview of what the in-home in monitoring program is. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. It's great to be able to discuss it and share it with our community. The in-home monitoring program, the role of it is to empower our clients to self-monitor their overall health condition and educate them on when to escalate to see a GP or go to the emergency department at the hospital. The program empowers the client to continue to self-manage at home and monitor their progress. We work closely with the client and their specialist or GP and hopefully it will decrease hospital admissions for the client and teach the client to have a better understanding of their chronic condition. Sounds like it's actually a really big program, Jane. I'm just wondering if you can talk to us a bit about who's eligible for the program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any person aged over the age of 16 years um, that have presented the, to the emergency department more than once annually and are at risk of developing a chronic condition. Um, any patients that are identified as high risk, and these can include those with a high BMI, um, hypertension or active smokers, all our clients must have a regular GP that we can coordinate the client's care, care plan. The exclusion criteria includes any clients that are on the palliative pathway or residing in a high care facility that are cognitively impaired without the support of a carer or clients that are unable to engage in the self-managed model of care. So how do people refer to the program, Jane? It sounds like that there's been a range of different um, ways and methods that you can refer for in-home monitoring. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, certainly. Our referral system works over a broad range of electronically via emails, from phone reviews, from our GPs, the medical services, um, integrated care staff, self-referrals from a client, um, hospital staff, family can ring up and talk to us about if they've got a loved one they're worried about and we can follow up that way via the GP. We always work closely with the person's medical practitioner um, but there's various ways that people can contact us and ask us to review a person. Yeah, right. That sounds like that there's an opportunity for support um, around a lot of different avenues then. Absolutely. Yep, it's great. And the more we get the word out about our programs, the more referrals we keep getting, which is fabulous, so that people know that we can offer the different programs throughout the community and case manage our clients and help them stay at home safely. What happens then once the client's actually on the program? How do the program work and what kind of things can someone expect? Excellent. Right. What happens is we do some background um, investigating on the client and build a bit of an idea of a baseline for the client's health. Ring them up, make an appointment, either do a clinic visit or a home visit. And we do a nursing comprehensive assessment. So it's pretty much from the top of your head to the tip of your toe, going through all the systems, finding out exactly how the person is functioning at home and what they can and can't do. And then we start our plan of care from that. Um, we have our different various in-home monitoring kits. Mm -hmm. We have some for cardiac clients, for respiratory clients. Um, pretty much any chronic condition we can help somebody with um, and get those baseline observations for them and send the reports off to the GP or the cardiologist or the specialist for the client. Mm -hmm. we, whatever reports we give to their medical professionals, we also give to the client so they have a copy of it and know where they're at and have an understanding of what's going on. The key thing is education. 
to make sure that the client is aware of exactly what's going on, what to look out for, when to escalate, um, and to make sure that they are linked in with their medical professionals so that they know and understand the language that they're talking, um, being spoken about when they go to appointments so they've got a good understanding of, of what the medical professional is actually saying to them. Um, so we take out a kit, which the in-home monitoring kits can have a blood pressure cuff in them, a pulse oximeter, an iPad, uh, a set of scales for weighing, for a daily weigh. The equipment's all Bluetooth to the iPad and we take out a picture booklet of step-by-step -step instructions for the client so that they can have a go-to um, help um, assistance if we leave the home and the next day when they've got to take their reading they go blank and can't remember what to do. Mm -hmm. They can also phone us um, between Monday to Friday um, and follow up with us at any time and we can go out and, and re-educate and go through it again until they get comfortable with using the equipment. Um, and otherwise the escalation process is if they're worried about their health then either talk to their GP if we're not um, in working within our working hours of 8 to 4 on Monday to Friday or go to the hospital to the emergency department if they're really concerned about a health exacerbation. That's really good that they're able to be provided with the booklet around the technology because I can imagine it's sometimes a bit overwhelming. Absolutely. And they're learning so much. They're taking on all this information about their condition. We're also then going through all these different peripherals about what they do and their numbers and what to look out for. So it's great to give them that hard copy information so that they've got that as a reference point. Mm. And that ability to link back with the medical services is um, really great around that comprehensive care. Yeah, absolutely. And it keeps the client pinnacle to the conversation and they're, they're owning their health journey, which is just fantastic. And also it keeps them at home safely and they're able to continue to self-manage, which is just the, the gold standard. So Jane, the in-home monitoring program that we've talked about today um, is a really important part of the health service currently. For our listeners today, what would be the three key messages that you would recommend that they take home from today? Okay, three key messages. Uh, number one, it enables our clients to self-manage at home safely so that they have more of an understanding of their chronic conditions and what to do if anything exacerbates. It gives us improved patient outcomes with early interventions and decreases hospital admissions. Number two, the client feels supported at home, knowing that they have a clinician on the end of the phone to guide them and they can discuss their health at any point and have that case manager. Um, as the um, focal point of any questions and concerns that they have. And number three, the service builds relationships between our medical services, the client and the families, and also other clinicians. So it's fantastic networking. So it's that interdisciplinary care. It's upskilled up from multi. Um, mm -hmm. And it just broadens the different diversities that go and assist these clients. and gives them the full care plan and coverage of providing the excellent health care for them. Great, thank you. So um, thank you so much for the time today, Jane. Uh, now we're going to be talking to you about getting to know you as a nurse. Um, can you tell us about your professional background? Certainly. So I have been a nurse for around 10 years. I started in the health industry as a carer um, and worked my way up through different study and courses and university. Did um, the enrolled nursing course, and then when I finished, I went straight into my registered nursing course. I wanted to step through it so that I had a full overview and knew exactly what each different profession did. 
um, also for when I'm working with people so I can actually say I'm, I can understand and empathise with the person um, with different roles and helping assist and, and network properly once you're in a team set up. I've done um, country hospital nursing for small ED and a 30 bed aged care facility and an 11 acute bed service in Ardrossan in South Australia. Um, I managed an aged care facility in Stansbury, South Australia. There was a 45 bed and another 23 bed offsite 20 minutes away in a little town called Milligan. I was the clinical nurse manager there for just over a year. And then I came to Brecon Hill and was a CNS in chronic care. Chronic health conditions are my passion and working with this age group is my passion. I just love it. I've tried touched on other areas briefly, but just love um, helping people be able to stay at home safely and yes, self-manage comfortably at home. So how long have you been in the Far West? I've been in the Far West for three years. I came up um, when I was doing my registered nursing degree as a student. Um, my background is my mother-in-law was born and bred here. So that's the link I've got to the town. Um, so she was very excited when I came up and did my um, nursing placement. And I was in ED for a month and then I came back and did a second placement for two months in the chronic care team. So it also gave me a great snapshot of the role. Um, so when it was advertised three years ago, I jumped all over it. It was fantastic. So I couldn't believe my luck when I won the position. <laughs> You're very enthusiastic about it, so that's amazing. What would you say to anyone that's thinking about moving to the far west? Come on down. It's great. I love it. It's just so cool. You get to do so many different things that you can't do in the cities and other parts of Australia. Like you've got so many opportunities. It's amazing. Um, you're well supported. There's great teams. There's great management. It's just fantastic. So do it. And final question. What is the best thing about living in the far west? I love Silverton and the donkeys. I go out there and feed them with carrots and apples and I just love them to the moon and back. And there's four out there. It's just fabulous. And the bakery's awesome. <laughs> so Silverton's a little way out of Broken Hill. How far is it? So it's 15 minutes and it was where Broken Hill was originally settled in the first instance and then they moved it 23 k's into where we are now. Mm. But I love it. <laughs> So I also like to ask all of our clinicians, what is your Far West fun fact? So Jane, can you tell us what you want to share with our listeners this afternoon? I do, I do, I do. I want to share about Tibaburra, and I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. It's a town within our Far West Local Health District, and it's three hours and 34 minutes from Broken Hill. And it was settled in the 1880s in the gold rush days. Um, and the actual meaning of Tibaburra means heap of rocks in the Aboriginal language. What's the best way, Jane, for um, people to connect with the in-home monitoring program? Yeah, the best way to connect with, with us is through the Far West LHD webpage or ring the Broken Hill Base Hospital and you'll find us. Thank you so much, Jane. That's all for today's episode on in-home monitoring. Um, our upcoming episode will be on planned care for better health. We hope that you found this discussion informative. Stay tuned for more episodes on the various health topics. Until next time, take care of yourself and don't forget to prioritise your health.
Please note the information in this podcast was correct at the time of recording. Please consult your healthcare professional for further advice on your individual needs as required.